to this week's episode of The Last Refuge. I'm your friendly neighborhood dungeon master, DM Jazzy Hands. And with me, I have... Zdira, Kit, Bria, and Fuluk. <laughs> Last week, the end of the world began. Disasters on all four islands, lights in the sky, visible magic, and an earth-shaking roar heard from the heart of the world. Now... We finally get to see our four adventurers, each on a separate island, racing to complete their elemental siphons, so that when they do finally confront the beast, they've completed as much of the early parts of the prophecy as possible. What obstacles will the party encounter? Will they make it to their respective nodes successfully? And if they don't, what does that mean when they finally do face the beast? Let's find out. Hey, y'all. Okay. Hello. Wow. How we feeling? We got one in the bag. Nervous. I, I have to apologize for one thing. Let me really quickly say, of course, uh, that we're very sorry that Taryn couldn't make it to oh, us yes. uh, with us in studio today. Unfortunately, in order for the Beast to agree to appear in later episodes, uh, just like before when she left the podcast, he needed collateral. Uh, so she is currently residing in the heart of the world. Uh, <laughs> we hope she's okay. <laughs> looks sunny there though yeah it does for now nice. for now it's not too hot yet you know yeah mm-hmm. yeah all right what do you have no, to apologize I, for i had to apologize for the fact public that I, apology. I, a public apology yeah. that i just I had to get one i said my name like a like a like a teenage boy going through puberty like this dear <laughs> I love, it. I love it. Joy of losing your voice. You can explore uh, your um, different voices that you have inside you know, of you, just like Flick does. Right. You know? Uh-huh. She's just warming up. Um, so we, we're back with your characters. Uh, uh, last week was super fun. Did you enjoy getting to, like, I mean, listen, it was rough, but, like, you didn't have to worry too much. It wasn't. No, it wasn't your right. characters. I mean... It added some levity to the whole situation, which I think we all yeah. appreciate. I think we're gonna, I think we're gonna see that a lot, particularly Good. in the first half of the season. I think we're just gonna laugh our way through like mm. really awful things. Laugh through the tears. Uh, don't worry, yeah. viewers, we'll cry plenty too. <laughs> this um, time you get to watch them. <laughs> oh no! Yeah. yeah, ugly crying all over the place. Oh, it's, it's gonna not be great. Everywhere. So, it's, yeah, it's yeah. So bad. We all got tissues. Everyone. Yeah, we're ready. There's, There's a couple of okay. tissues over there. <laughs> Um, so you all have decided to, to split up and do this uh, elemental siphoning on the outer islands. We talked a little bit in the planning season about how you could have done it there or tried to make it to the central node and do it there. But you all decided to to do to do the individual ones. Yeah. So should we go? Let's go around real quick and just let the viewers and listeners know uh, who is taking which island uh, before we get started, just so we know what to expect. So let's start with you, Bazira. Um, I'm going to be taking the eastern island with the Earth Key. Okay. Flick? I'm taking the air key to the southern island. Okay, great. And Kit? I'll be in the north with the water key. All right. And Bria? So then I'll be in the west with the fire key. You did it. <laughs> you did it. We said it all for you. I'm glad that you did it because I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I could see you looking through your notes. Like, oh, through your sheet. <laughs> Guys, it's in the text message <laughs> thread. <laughs> Which one? <laughs> the one with just the four of us. Oh. <laughs> Where there's so many. That secret one that I have for years wanted to get my hands on. We'll print it out for you. It's not that interesting. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. I love it. Um, I mean, should we let's go do it? I know we're all a little like "Mm -hmm." okay, let's do it. Okay. Let's Let's get to it. So we uh we've heard who's going where. So for oops, for this one, we are gonna start in the eastern island, which I believe is Bizdira. Yeah. 
<laughs> starting with me. How dare you? All right. You're so we're bills. starting with Bizdeer. Are you ready? Uh, do I have a choice? No, absolutely not. But I'm asking the question anyway. <laughs> I have a question. Oh, my God. Thank oh, you. Lord. Yes, um, Can we interrupt while it's happening? Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> not as your characters, because you are sure. hundreds, if not thousands of miles apart. But, like, I don't. I don't see me saying no actually stopping you is the truth. So, sure. I mean, so listen, just, we, okay. we have a story to tell. We have yep. a little bit of a flow, but yep. we've been doing this for five and a half years and your interruptions are, you know, part of the fabric of the show. So, yeah, go for it. Mine specifically, yes. Yeah, <laughs> specifically. Also, this will be a great opportunity to prove that I don't edit you to sound like you interrupt more often than no, you do, like you accused gonna, me of. You're still going to edit this. This is all, you're not, yeah, no, don't even. The worst. You're the worst. Okay. You ready, Bazir? Let's do it. Sure. Yeah, I just, I Let's don't do answer. It's yeah. fine. <laughs> You stand, Bizdira, at the outskirts of the ruined central city of the Eastern Island and look out on an enormous crater. A sinkhole has swallowed what was left of the city, and somewhere down there, somewhere deep down below, is the node. What do you do? How much rope do I have? (laughs) (laughs) Drink! Yeah. Anyone following along with the TLR? It's been a while. Game. It's been it's a while. To drink. Oh my goodness! Did I take all of the rope, or do I just have what I oh, usually? That's have? That's very funny. I think you probably have some extra rope. So let's say a hundred feet instead of fifty. Okay. Um, how far down is it? More than a hundred. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, it's well, it's way past fine. what you can see, right? I mean, your dark vision only extends to sixty feet anyway, and it gets pretty dark pretty quick. So yeah. Okay. Um, well, I mean, I'm not really concerned about things. So, uh, oh, really? Okay. I'm not. Uh, monk. Slow fall. <laughs> what? Rope. Mm-hmm. Those okay, are just words. You're the, just saying word names. Those are words. Out loud. Those are very Jeez. important words. <laughs> do you, Merry-go-rounds. Do not tease me with cheese if you don't okay, have sorry. any to give me. I'm sorry. All right, what's Ms. Deer's doing? What's Ms. Deer's doing? Cheese to merry-go-rounds. <laughs> All right, Biz, what are you doing? All right, Biz, is there um, any kind of like rock or tree anywhere nearby? Oh, yeah, there's all kinds of debris okay. and like upshot rocks. And, yeah, so for sure, you can anchor she is, it. Yeah, she's going to anchor the rope yeah. on one side, and then she's going to tie the last end around her waist. Okay. Um, and then she's just going to start to basically belay herself down. Okay. Uh, why don't you go ahead and make me, let's say, let's see. You've got yourself secured. Uh, so first make me a sleight of hand check to just check those knots. <laughs> oh, no. What'd you roll, Bazira? That's a five. Uh-huh. Um, going. Okay. Uh, now make me an athletics check with advantage because you have the rope. So let's let's see if it matters. Maybe it doesn't matter that the securing knot what, that's what, holding you to the rope isn't. What about acrobatic? Uh, r- listen, I thought you were a monk with slow fall and speed <laughs> and whatever. Okay, with Gross. advantage. Slow fall. With <laughs> advantage. Uh-huh. It's a twenty-three. Okay, so you. Uh, it very quickly becomes clear that like though the the oh you know what make one more side of handshake. Yeah, have some fun. 
my ten. God. Okay, but ten is okay. Ten is the, was the DC. All right, so the the knot up above uh-huh. where you anchored the rope is secure, but very quickly you like at one point you just ever so slightly sort of lose your grip, and it very quickly becomes clear that the harness ropes or the harness knots that you've made are not gonna uh, hold you. So you just really muscle through it and hold on tight to this rope as you climb down as far as you can. Make a perception check for me, Vizier. Was not probably going to be very good. Can't wait to see it. Okay. Oh, 13. So as you get about two thirds of the way down the rope, so I don't know, 60, 70 feet down, mm-hmm. right? You begin to see, uh, of course, you find, you know, on various ledges and things in this crater, in this giant sort of hole shaft, let's say all the words that make you guys giggle. Um, <laughs> Uh, you can see, you find bits of of the foundations of buildings. You know, the city above was already ruined, right? So it's not like uh, there are full whole buildings down here. But you see rubble, you see pieces. But you also see holes, tunnels maybe, big, in the sides of the, of the crater as you go down. They begin to appear about 60, 70 feet down. Worms. I... <laughs> <laughs> never say never. In Ms. Dare's head, she's like, Fucking Bria. <laughs> um, she knows. She is going to try to uh, avoid. <laughs> tell me, tell me more. But she's just gonna kind of like bounce around, not too much because she doesn't okay. want to fuck with the rope at Ye- the top. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, it was a ten. It was enough, but not much. Yeah. Not by much. Um. But yeah, she's just gonna keep going and okay. like um try to keep like awareness around her and okay. like listen for any kind of slithering sounds coming down. Gross. Okay. Uh, first question, what's your passive perception? Uh, 12. Okay. <laughs> right. None yeah. of you have good ones except for Kit. No. Uh, oh, and Flick now. I, That's right. I I'm sorry. I forgot. Thank you. You're welcome. Uh, okay. So you get to, you're keeping an ear out. You don't hear anything. You don't see anything moving. Uh, you get to the bottom of the rope. What's the plan now? Because this thing, st- it's at least 61 feet more to go. Can I? Probably. Probably. <laughs> uh, so she's going to, um, this is going to be weird. She's going to kind of try to like turn around. So she's facing down. And then she's just going to start running. Oh, wild. <gasps> because mug move it, vertical surfaces. God. Okay. Interesting. I like it. And we've already determined that your harness knots are shit, so they'll come free right when you need them to anyway. Yeah. Make... Can I adjust this a little bit? Sure. Instead of straight down... Circle? Yeah. yeah. Can you start running around? Yeah. Okay, great. Make Absolutely. an acrobatics check. Thank God I have good acrobatics. Yeah. This is a 14. Uh, okay. So you get it started, uh, and you begin to run, and you, you sort of make the, you make the circles and... <laughs> There's that you know that you're reaching the end of the rope, right? Yeah. Is, it, is this going to be enough? Have I gotten enough on. speed? Yeah. I'm already starting sort of sideways, so maybe the mechanics are a little different. Mm-hmm. The knot comes free, and you keep running. Yes, mm-hmm. um, and you keep saying, "You go, <laughs> but very as, quietly." <laughs> <laughs> as you run, uh, make a perception check for me because twelve ain't gonna do it. I love being able to see your rolls immediately. This is great. I'm sad I won't be able to see anybody else's. An eight. An eight. Yeah. Uh, Bizdira, make me a dexterity saving throw, please. As an enormous... Now, it's not not what Bria drew, but one of those earth 
worm things that you fought comes firing out of one of the tunnels. One of the ones that ate uh, Flick? Yeah, uh-huh. trigger warning. Yeah, that's Thank the you. one. Sorry. <laughs> it's fine. Uh, it's a 16 for a deck save. Bizdira. Do I get eaten? Like, you do not get... No, you don't get eaten. It wasn't that bad. No eating. Jeez. He's stealing my dice to do this. It's very offensive. Karin, would you like to say rude? No. No. Bizdira, you take 26 bludgeoning damage as it clearly isn't out to get you, but it just knocks you aside. Uh, And I need a... I now need a strength saving throw to see if you can grab onto a ledge or if you're going to take some falling damage. Oh. Okay. The good news is, though, you did say monk, so... I did say monk. What did you get? I crit failed. Yeah. So so here's what we're going to do. You are going to fall... 100 feet. <gasps> Here's the oh, thing. I know. Go ahead. You did crit fail, so it's not going to be nothing, but go on. Slow fall. Uh-huh. Tell me more. Uh, I'm using my reaction. Great. To reduce any falling damage by... By 50. By 50. Okay. We're going to reduce it by 25, because you crit failed. Okay. Which feels, you know, right. Uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. <laughs> Wait a minute, I have the dice here. He's Eight. using my dice against me. Nine, ten. Okay. Oh my god! I said 100 feet, it's a d6 per 10 feet. My goodness. As I'm falling, can I give myself my healing hands? Just, give me a minute. <laughs> just, just a question. I feel like you should wait till after, because you'll give yourself healing hands, and then you'll hit the floor and it'll all be gone again. Yeah, true. Yeah, that's fair. So it was 42 bludgeoning damage as you fall. Reduced by 25 means you're going to take 17 more bludgeoning damage. Okay. That could have been so much worse. Yeah. So much It could have. I rolled I rolled a lot of ones and threes. Uh, how's Bizdira uh, uh, doing? I'm curious. Uh, you know, she's, she, she lands and she goes, oh, <laughs> <laughs> Um, And I think, yeah, I think she's going to use her healing hands just because she doesn't know what the hell she's going to come up against next. Okay. Your healers approve. Thank you. Yeah. So, um, yeah. All right. That's what she's going to do. Okay. Uh, you can now see the bottom, though. The problem is there is a lot of debris. The walls down here begin to crumble even more. Certainly you can walk around them, but some places look unsteady. Some places look like they may not even hold your very quick-footed monk weight. But worse than that, there are there is a, a about twenty feet from the bottom, and you can see the node at the very bottom. But about twenty feet above that, there's a whole layer where most of the floor has not actually collapsed. There's a tiny little tube in the middle that you can see the node through. But other than that, it's about a I don't know hundred foot diameter, maybe more than hundred and fifty foot diameter circular space. And the floor is covered with earthworms, bullets, earth elementals, Galeb Dewar. You're going to have to get past them one way or another. Where's, like, I I need Kit and her staff with the Pass Without Trace. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, you uh, ain't got it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, so, hmm. And they, have they noticed me yet? Not yet. Okay. Can I see a way to get down into the node chamber easily. Like, that where you I could can jump. see it, can I... You could jump and try and aim. 
Of course, if you are off, you'll either land amongst them or impale yourself on the node. <laughs> yeah, that's good. Um, can okay. I think that this would is, be a way to go. <laughs> how how far is it to get from where I am to the the small space where I can get down to the node? Uh, you got about forty feet between where you are on the on a little ledge uh-huh. and the hole. Okay, so I think actually it's probably more like sixty because you need to get to the middle of the room. Right. Oh no, much more than that. Oh hell, wait, quick math. Stop it. Uh, <laughs> let's say let's say it's actually closer to eighty feet. Okay. Distance. So I think this is what I'm going to do. Um, I'm going to step back a little bit. Yeah. And shuffle my feet, get ready. And I'm going to oh I'm going to dash and then I'm gonna key point dash. And I what I wanna do is I wanna like obviously I can run vertical surfaces, so I'll go down, go yep. down, yep. and then basically wanna slide my way in and down into the node. <laughs> so you let me just make sure I understand. You wanna run down the wall? Yeah. You wanna run to the floor? Yeah. You wanna slide in between the bullets, the earthworms, the Galeb door, and the no, earth elements. I wanna run through them, but then when uh-huh. I get close to it, I wanna slide like I'm sliding into home base. Got it. And then go down into <laughs> Holy it. bananas. Okay. Here's what we're gonna do. And if I need By to By all means. No. And I mean you I know. I, I, if I need to like jump, like obviously I'm not gonna run <laughs> to the ground and then go that. No, you're like I'll <laughs> jump towards off the wall and then. All right, make an acrobatic strike to start. Okay. I love this game. <laughs> Eat. Help me out here, she says. She says. <laughs> I love that you two are sitting next to each other. <laughs> so I don't know if anyone noticed earlier, but when you rolled, you went to like tickle his face. <laughs> <laughs> I did a 26. Okay, so you managed to clear about half the distance between the wall and the little hole in the center uh, as you, like, push off the wall and leap in there. I need you to now make a series of, let's say, uh, I need one... Let's do uh, two dexterity saving throws and two acrobatic checks. Is that the same modifier for you? Uh, Dexterity saving throws and modifiers? And acrobatics. And acrobatics, yes. Okay, great. So just make four of those checks, whatever you want to call them. What is it? A nine. Great. Next. A uh, 15. This die is going away. Oop. Okay. A 20. Okay. And a 25. Okay. So as you are running, uh, you get sort of snapped at and caught by some of the creatures Mm -hmm. as you're going. Uh, So let's... You're dodging. You're doing the best that you can. Let... Oh... I'm just gonna pull 4d12 out of here real quick. What? Uh, do not like that. I already used my healing hands here. <laughs> so the first time you get caught, the oh, first no. time you get caught by something, you take 29 uh, piercing damage. Uh, uh. Still up? <laughs> yeah. The second time you get caught by something, oh, this was not as good a roll. You take 20 more bludgeoning damage. Yes. Still up? Nope. Oh, no. Okay. Make <gasps> me... Make me one more dexterity saving throw. What'd you get? I got a... Okay. You get snapped at and bitten and clawed upon by all of these creatures of Earth. But your momentum slides you and you fall through the hole and land next to the node. We'll come back. 
Let's go to the Northern Island. Who's there? Uh, me. All right, Kit. <laughs> you have been traveling for a while already on this island as well. You have finished crossing the mountains that you needed to cross to get to the center, and you see laid out before you, as we saw last week, that the entirety of the plain where the Arcanium was located has been flooded and frozen solid. You cannot see the Arcanium structure. It is beneath the ice. Excuse me? <laughs> what do you do? Cry. <laughs> I just sink. I just sink to my knees and cry. She finds some skis made out of water weird. Uh-huh. <laughs> um... Okay, okay. Well, this spell is not for ice. It's for water. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, an argument could be made. Tell me more. Well, I can control water. That is a spell, an ability that I have. (laughs) It's true. And one of the things that that I can do when I have that spell is I can part the water. I'd like to part myself a little... Okay, I, that's interesting. I kind of like that. Why don't you do this? Why don't you make me an, a spellcasting modifier check, so a wisdom check, to see if you can direct... Because, as you said, like if, if we're parting the seas, right, that speaks to liquid water, but maybe you're strong enough. Ah! It fell out of yeah, my re-roll. thing. Can I roll it yeah, again? Yeah, that keep, was it in the, keep it in the tray. Yeah, that was um, really bad. We need to do it again. Okay, that one was much better. Great. That's a 22. We gotta get, we gotta get all the help she can get <laughs> with rolls. Uh, it was a 21. A 22. Okay, so uh, let's see. Read, uh, see, part water, and what's the... 300 feet. Okay, so you can get about... Uh, you can get... Well, it's up to you. You can either make a path halfway to the center, uh, and, and that actually is going to protect you from, like, the winds and things as well, or you can get to the center and tunnel 300 feet down with this spell. I'm going to tell you right now, that's not enough to get all the way to the Arcanium, but it's a good chunk of the way. I vote for option two. Option two. Okay. In that case, along the way, make me two constitution saving throws (laughs) and two dexterity saving throws, please. Uh, Hold, please. (laughs) She's still wearing her Sherpa, right? What are you talking about? Sherpa. Oh, that's true. If you have anything that gives you cold resistance, the constitution saving throws have advantage. I don't. Okay, well, <laughs> then, <laughs> then make them rolls. Can, can the Zira okay. have given her, no. um, her cold resistance? Right? No! Um, hold on, hold on. I think that you I have You all had to... months to play on that. No. 14 to be exact. I didn't think about the ice. Well, that's a good that point. We should like have thought problem. about that. We should but, have um, <laughs> As I am... You're not going to tell me that. I'm probably not. Um, <laughs> but you know what? I think that as she's going along, she's like, oh my gosh, it's too cold. Mm. Bizdira didn't give me her cold resistance. And I think I'm going to say to myself, you know what? I think it's time for a wild shape. Oh. Um, and I would like to turn myself into a polar bear. So yes. I have some nice... Um, so I have some nice, you know, fur to Absolutely. keep me warm. Use that polar bear con. All right. Okay, so you said two con. Two con, fur. yep, with polar bear con, and then two decks with polar bear oh, decks, which geez, I imagine is not Louise. great. Okay, so the first one's a nine. I'm not a very uh, sturdy polar bear. Oh, my <laughs> freaking God, and everything keeps falling out. <laughs> Do you need another? I have one for you. No. Okay. <laughs> uh, 
all of my dice are not my friend. Okay, so that one was a 11 okay. <laughs> for the second con. Okay. And then, oh, the first dex check is an 18, though. Okay. And the second one is a 9. <laughs> well, hey, we're consistent. What was your first con? A 9, I think. I think so. So 9... Nine, eleven, eighteen, and nine. <laughs> good thing you, you all know? shape. You got some extra hit points on you. You're good. Twelve uh, cold damage. Wait, wait, wait! I have to set up my life counter with the polar bear stat. <laughs> okay, so it's a total of sixteen because I just rolled four ones on my next roll. <laughs> okay, that's not terrible. And then. That was a little better. Uh, 12 more... No, sorry. Tw- a 16 more uh, bludgeoning damage <laughs> as bits of ice get blown into you uh, oh, poor little polar on the bear. way down. Yeah. Uh, still polar bear? Yeah. Great. All right. So you, uh, you get there. Now, you come out of polar bear to cast the spell, right? Because that was all to get to the center. Yes. Okay. So you come out of polar bear. You cast uh, uh, control water. Yeah. Uh, You manage to get 300 feet down. You can see now uh, like a dark spot lower in the ice. And that uh, looks like the Arcanium is just barely visible. But you have some more ice to get through. I'm going to cast control water again. Sure. Listen, hey, if, it if I can do it, Absolutely. why not? Let's get another wisdom check, another spellcasting ability check. All right. Another 22. Okay. that's You manage to tunnel through and get down. You drop down a little bit, uh, and you get to your node. Hooray! Oh, I, I made it! I am offended. <laughs> that was so easy! <laughs> Somewhere, Vizier's unconscious body is like... Damn it, kid. <laughs> All right, let's head to the north next. Who's we? Who do we have on the north? We were just That's, in the north. We were going to the west next. Who do we have in the west? <laughs> All right, Bria. You yeah. stand at the entrance to the Arcanium. You can feel the heat of all of the creatures from the plane of fire that have escaped into the Arcanium. Now, the Guardians and the Kobolds and the Orcs have managed to keep them at bay, as we heard in some of your journal entries. So they're all still inside. They haven't gotten out to wreak havoc, but now you have to get by them to get to the fourth level and get to your node. Too many in here to face alone, you know. Even with any protections you might have from fire, it's just an overwhelming force. What do you do? So I have actually taken... Kit's staff with me. No, no, uh, you haven't. <laughs> we all have Kit's staff. We are all Kit's staff. Little do you Absolutely. know that I actually I have am the staff. Kit's staff. Yeah. No. Um, yeah, what are you doing, Priya? I mean, I think I don't know that there's anything for me to do except just try to be really sneaky. Okay. Uh, do me a favor. This first level, you will remember from all of those seasons ago, is the kind of almost maze like kind of traditional dungeon, right? Uh, where you all met the four creatures, one of which still has uh, Flick's mace somewhere. Will you yeah. grab it while you're in there? <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I have, I got plenty of time, don't worry. Yeah, no, you're, it's fine, just cash. Um, so first thing I want you to do is make me, I'll take a history check, or I will take also, uh, I'll take survival to just see if you can remember the most direct routes to the stairs on this level. 
I'm gonna go ahead and do survival. It gives okay. me a little bit extra. Okay, great. I'll take it. Okay, that's a 17. That's enough to remember. Yep, you got the basic, uh, the basic path that you're gonna take down. So that's great. All right, All right. Uh, and you're trying to what? What did you say you were doing to to get there? Just. Be sneaky. Yeah. All right. <laughs> I am going to need, and I know, I, I understand there are certain things about this that will make it a bit easier, uh, but I need you to go ahead and make me two uh, stealth checks, please. Two dexterity stealth checks. Okay. I'm going to roll a lucky. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Someone help me. I, I can't. What, oh, what'd you get? I'm gonna do another lucky. Oh wow! My goodness! All right. <laughs> I've only got three of those. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So the first one is going to be a uh 24. Absolutely great. And then the second one is going to be a 22. Okay, yes, you managed to make it to the staircase. My first one, to just so you know, I rolled a 12, uh, but the second one was much higher, but a 22 will beat it. So you managed to get through. You see Azer's uh, fire methods, those little creepy magman creatures that like laughed and chittered at you all those years ago when you came uh, to the second level. You see them just inhabiting this place. You don't really see any sign of any of the constructs that you saw here the last time, but you're also not stopping to chat, I imagine. And you manage to make it to the stairs, and you head down to the second level. You get down to the second level where you uh, you see a new collection of creatures. These a little bit bigger, a little bit scarier. You see fire elementals. You even see some of the armored fire elementals, and you see those fire salamander creatures. This level, the good news is that it's a much more direct route to the stairs, because if you remember, this is the level that all of Fearin's journals were on, so the whole center of the area is just mostly open, although things have happened, so there's plenty of debris for you to hide around and get cover through. You can still make your stealth checks, uh, but this time I don't need the check to, to find the path, as it were. So, two more stealth checks. We can do them one at a time if you want to sort of feel it out before you choose, make decisions about your last lucky point. Okay. Um... And then I want to bring this up before just so I understand the mechanic. If yeah. I want to, like, um, let's say that, like, if I feel like I'm going to get caught or something, can I use my mage hand to, like, hit something over or whatever to gain advantage? Should oh, I do that's that in interesting. Advance? You should, uh, yes, you should do that in advance, and you can do it on one of the two on, on this level. And then when we get down to the third level, assuming you make it that far, you can do it again. Okay, so I'm gonna roll both, and then I'll let you know which one I'm using it for. Yes, or just roll the first one. Dis uh, okay. Yeah, roll the first one. Now I, you can decide now if you want to do mage hand to give yourself advantage, because I like that idea. But then I'm gonna want to know what you push over. Okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do it. Okay, what do you what describe it? What are you doing here? Um. Just because I love the journals so much, mm -hmm. and I know there's oh, was this a level that had all of the um, the uh, like um, paper up on the wall? Yeah. That, like, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna like hit that board. Okay. And I want all the papers to go flying. Okay, I like that. All right, go ahead and give yourself advantage roll again for this one. I will roll also. Oh, that's much better. Okay. Um, that's a 31. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I was never going to hit that. She's a peach. Yeah, okay, great. Let's do the second one. You get halfway across the room. Nobody spotted you. Okay. Okay. Um, 
That's a 20. Yeah, you're fine. I rolled a two. Uh, not a modified <laughs> two, but I rolled a two on the die. Uh, okay, so you make it across this hallway, and you can see just as you as you hit the fire, I mean, the papers with your mage hand, uh, they just immediately fire elementals are on it, and whatever notes and papers were there, phew, go up in flame. But you make it to the door, you slip through the door, and you head downstairs to the third level, which is... The most dangerous for so many reasons, not the least of which is this is where the portal to the plane of fire is on guard's side. So if you remember, guard is the path to the right, or well, guard's not there anymore, but guard was the path to the right. Rithmala's hallway was to the left, and then there is that crystal window in the middle that gives access to Uza. Are you asking me which way I'm going? I am asking you what you do next, which probably should include which way you're going, yes. <laughs> okay, and am I going to, just so I know for my lucky, am I going to need to roll anything on the fourth? On, level? no, you will not, no. Okay, okay. Um, my instinct is I want to go towards Rithmala's side. Okay, great. Okay, as you head over that way, you can see uh, that there are, just as before, there were those living enchantment spells, you remember, or living darkness orbs and all of that in that hallway. There's no sign of them anymore, and but in their place are moving, seemingly living globules of fire now. Living fire floats up and down the hallways. And you see, after you watch a few minutes, you see a figure float by, and it looks like an Ifriti, a fire genie, sort of is wandering the halls in this area. And just as you take your final peek, you can see down at the end a burst of fire and the muzzle of what is obviously a red dragon. Oh! What we doing? Fighting the dragon! Yeah. Yeah, here we go! <laughs> okay. Take out my dagger! Let's go! <laughs> uh, I, I'm just gonna keep being sneaky. Yep, and there is place for it. Again, enough has sort of collapsed and gone to hell down here <laughs> uh, that, yeah, there are places to hide. There's ways to sneak. Okay, here we go. Alright. I'm gonna do my mage hand again. Okay. okay. And uh, how, how much are the, the little glo- do they weigh enough? That, can I push it with my mage hand? <laughs> Can I like push it? I picture them like <laughs> like jellyfish, like hitting each other. And, like, yeah, I mean, I think so. Sure, yeah. I don't know. That's funny. I like that. Yeah. Tap, it's tap, tap, tap. like a lava lamp is distracting. You know what I mean? Like, yes, exactly. Like, yes, absolutely. Okay. I love that. <laughs> oh my god, I rolled the same number. Okay, what was um, it? Uh, th- oh, that's I, a. I, yeah, I mean, I guess you could choose before you it's say a, it. I guess you could choose yeah. to use your lucky on this one too if you wanted. But then your next one would just be a roll with no no ability to modify it. That's kind of fun. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Fun is one word for it. No, you okay. Know, you know what? We're gonna we're gonna just take it. So we're gonna it's gonna be a nineteen. Okay, that is enough. Okay. That is enough. I rolled a five on the die that time. Okay. You got so one more. One more. Here we go. Okay. Um. Are you luckying right. it? I'm gonna puke. I'm gonna do my lucky. <laughs> I'm gonna puke. This is too much. But you understand that she's been rolling 19s and she's like, oh my God, I don't know if yeah, that's Yeah, well, enough. that's probably true. Like, <laughs> that's how poorly, that is how poorly I'm rolling on the dice. Yeah. But if you're not, like, if you're not rolling a 30, you're just like, I'm not it's comfortable too bad. Yeah, it's with not this. good enough. All right, what'd you get? Uh, this is a bit, some of us want to get to our nodes, Bizdira. <laughs> hey, I got there. I'm just not conscious. <laughs> oh my God, that's true. That's fair. 
What you got, Bria? <laughs> it's, a, it's a 38. Oh, for heaven's sake. <laughs> <laughs> what did I tell you? I love it. Yes. Okay. The dragon sneezes and is uh, wiping its face of, of that sneeze and you just slip <laughs> by. Uh, and you make it to the stairway. You go down and you see there the Western Island node. Let's go to the Slick's Maze. No, you go to the south. Let's go to the south. The city in the center of the southern island is a husk of what it used to be. The museum slash Arcanium has been completely leveled. The foundation shows through in places. You can just barely see the node visible below because this island's beacon, the yellow light, is coming straight up from it. You can see it a little bit, but in your way is an enormous storm that you saw, that we saw brewing last week. But now that you're this close, you can see that this storm is sentient. It is alive. It is aware. And it does not want you to get to the node. Now, on the upside... Flick, you do have a few folks with you who are going to try and help. Mirko's there. Hush is there. And a really unsettling copy of Bizdira is there. Really? <laughs> okay, love. Wait, so it was Hush, Bizdira, copy Bizdira. And Mirko. And Mirko. Oh, gosh, okay. Do, do I get to play for a You do not. Uh, <laughs> mean. Yes. Uh, you got to get down there. But this storm, amorphous as it is and large as it is, is going to be hard to get past. Mm. You could certainly try, but it doesn't seem like it would be any easier than just trying to defeat it. How far away is the node? I mean, you're about 100 feet from, like, horizontally, and then it's four stories down, so 40 feet down. Um, I will look to my companions... And um, yep. yep, yep. I will Listen, say, we can't think of I, and I'm gonna look at I, I, I'm gonna look at you especially and say thank you so much for being here right now with me. <laughs> he's gonna play a ditty on his flute. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I see it coming. And he's gonna cast Dimension Door. Yeah, of course he is. <laughs> to get past the storm, so that I can get to the node and um, siphon the energy out. Of Breaking the game. Gosh. Listen, I, I, there's always going to be things that I miss, you know, and that was one of them. <laughs> okay, but here's what really I do want. Here's what I do want, too. though. Mm-hmm. I want a charisma check. I want a spellcasting ability check. All right, because you cannot see your destination. You know where it should be. Oh. You spent time there, but let's see how precise this dimension door is. All right, charisma what? Uh, a charisma check. That is. A 16. Yeah. I think you open your dimension door in the wall of the node chamber. It was Mm. a very near thing. But you open that dimension door in the wall. You step through. You're there in the node chamber. Yes! That's what I thought. (laughs) That's my tidal wave. (laughs) That's my tidal wave. There you go. We all need our moment. (laughs) I'm sorry, but I'm not sorry. <laughs> no, you shouldn't be sorry. You shouldn't be sorry. That's fine. <laughs> I'm, I'm mad. 
Why? Why? Because I I had to work for mine. Well, oh, oh, oh and the rest of them didn't? The rest I, of them didn't me, the... make four to eight different checks to get there? More checks, in fact, than you made. I made this flute by myself. I made this flute. You don't start. You cheat. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you just cheated. <laughs> Fine. Still. Maybe. dear, make me a... Roll a d20. As you take, like, all just... of my dice to play with. <laughs> I know. Sorry. Listen, I'm nervous. I, you don't think I'm nervous? A 19. A 19. Roll another Ooh. one. These are death saves. I'm not saying. They are rolls of a d20. I don't know what to tell you. 15. Roll another one. Six. <laughs> Roll another. 18. Right. You all arrive in your node chambers in one situation or another. <laughs> and you have been told what you have to do when you get here. Each of you has your elemental key, and Rithmala has been able to explain to you the ritual, the process by which you need to attach this key to the node and siphon out the elemental force from the central node. Flick, what is the first step in the siphoning ritual? Um, There is... As Rithmala pointed out, there's a little, mm, call it like a slot at the very base of the node that fits all of the keys. Each each node has its own individual sort of slot mm-hmm. that he places the bo- the air key is a boomerang. Mm-hmm. And so he places the boomerang into that slot and it locks in. Okay. What does it look like when it locks in? Does it do anything? Um, it, well... Every sort of sigil and everything on the the boomerang begins to glow, and the node begins to glow from base up. Oh, very nice. Okay. So all of you place, well, three of you place your keys in the slot at the bottom, and the air node begins to glow yellow, the water node glows blue, the fire node glows red. Brio, what's the second step in the siphoning ritual? Um, you, we place our hand onto the key itself mm-hmm. um, as the as it's starting to come up, and um, from at least from the fire key, um, it almost looks like a mini version of that dragon that I just went by. That kind of like swirls, like its tail swirls around the node itself, like wrapping it like uh. a rope. <laughs> um, um, and it wraps it all the way around, and then as it um, as it finishes, it solidifies into like whatever color matches best. So obviously, mine would be like a gold. It solidifies in sure. like a gold onto the node itself. Okay, I like that. So as that begins to happen, we get a gold uh, beginning to wrap around the fire node. We get, I think, a silver on the blue uh, of the water node we get a sort of bronzish color for the yellow of the air node. Kit, what's the third step? So the third step is keeping one hand on the elemental key. Mm-hmm. We have to place our second hand on the swirling ah. um, energy, essentially, mm-hmm. at the near the top where it all begins to come from. I like it. And then the next once you've done that, you have to slip into a meditative state. Yes. And so each of you 
waits with your hands in place and watches as the colors swirl and approach your hand. And the minute that they reach the top of the node, you feel yourself pulled almost into a sort of in-between space. And you were ready for it, Rithmala warned you. And you just take a deep breath and breathe through it and enter this trance. But you find yourselves not in, but feeling the elemental plane that you're siphoning from to. So, Bria, you see fire everywhere. Rivers of lava. Kit, you are underwater. You can breathe. It's a strange sensation. But you see vast cities under the water. And Flick, you find yourself floating, standing on a cloud, as winds whip back and forth, and creatures fly through the sky. Vizdira, you had the fourth step. You knew the fourth step. Tell us what it is. <laughs> I can also do it. I mean, uh, for, first of all, I'm not in this astral thing because I had, haven't put the key in yet. Yeah, no, you're unconscious. Yeah, well, did I not get... Yeah, I mean, no, three deaths just could save successes. <laughs> Don't mean you're conscious. Mm -hmm. Um, So they're in the meditative state. Mm -hmm. I feel like this is how my brain sees it. Mm -hmm. I feel like with all, if all four of us were there, we would all have to join hands. I like that. Yeah. The three of them find themselves in their own planes, but also within view of each other. Because everything is connected to the center. Mm -hmm. I like that a lot. Yeah. Okay. And so then I, then, so going off of that, right? Yeah. So when all four are there, you can see the the center and you, you connect with each other and like go towards the center to pull. Like it's, it's kind of like, um, like you see like cords, right? Going through like astral cords, going yeah. through all four of them and then going into the center node and coming back out like bringing the power out. Yeah. But because there's only three of them, yeah. it's it's not complete yet. So the three of you arrive in, in your various states in these planes, and you wait. You wait for Bizdira to show up. You hope. You wait. But things are getting hard to hold on to. Whatever energy is pulling you there through this meditative state, you're breathing through it, you're staying calm, you knew it was going to happen, but the pull is getting powerful and difficult to resist. And eventually you know that you'll have to close the circle without her. But you can still do three. And three is not nothing. And Bizdira's attempt was important still, because though you all may not realize it yet, the key made it to the chamber, and that counts for something. And so the three of you, finally accepting that Bizdir is probably not going to make it here, join hands, begin to pull. And we see the three of you on the material plane, hands placed on the node, and the node begins, the nodes begin to glow. And then you begin to glow. And the power rises. And the energy increases. And it becomes painful. 
and then there's a flash. And anyone on the surface sees in the sky that red beacon goes out. And the blue beacon goes out. And the yellow beacon goes out. The green beacon remains, but only that one. The next thing everyone on the surface sees are enormous, incinerating explosions come from the nodes. And when the light fades, there is nothing left. Only Bizdira, unconscious, by the eastern node, the key lying on the ground, glowing softly, pulling towards the node itself. And that's where we're going to leave it for this week. Thanks so much for listening to this week's episode of The Last Refuge. We want to thank all of the people who made it possible for us to be here today. This was a difficult choice for for the cast what was more important siphoning these separately taking the risk going to the center there were dangers for both choices they made theirs happy gaming y'all